0: Ruthie from mom, and welcome to Instagram Insider Hacks. So easy your mom can do it. This is the podcast that teaches you how to authentically deliver your message in a non-pushy way. If you want to receive engagement and investment on your Insta time, listen in. And now here's your host, me, Ruthie Gray. Hello there. Welcome back to the Instagram Insider Hacks podcast. And today I have a very special guest. It's my daughter, Haley, who works for me. And she has been helping me with my coaching and clients and a lot of the background work, lots of graphics and things like that, and just email and just all the behind the scenes work so that I can, uh, it just kind of frees me up so that I can do some other things and do some more coaching. So it's been fun to have her come on and I want you to meet her today. She has been a real asset to my business and she is currently working with me with my membership group and my 12-week Insider Intensive and we're going to give you a little glimpse into that and she's going to share some things that she's already learned from the intensive herself. Now bear in mind Haley is young. She's in her late 20s and she is the one that introduced me (laughs) to uh, Instagram I think it was about 12 years ago. And uh, so it's funny to me that she would even be learning from me at all. So it's also an honor, too. So we're going to talk about a few of the things that she's learned this year. But first of all, uh, Haley, welcome to the show and tell the folks a little bit about you.
1: Thanks, Mom. It's good to be here. Can I call you Mom? (laughs) (laughs) You better. Well, just a little bit about me, I guess. I, like you said, I'm young and hip, so I've been using Instagram pretty much since it first came out, you know, and everybody was really excited about the app. And back when it was much more just about, taking pictures and putting fun filters on them. Um,
0: yeah. Tell the folks how, how why you're working for me now. What is, how did that happen? So I just,
1: I, there's such a need for people who know how to work Instagram right now and know how to like create visuals and stuff. And that's kind of what I do is I'm a creative and I like to, make things look good. So I've had a few jobs helping with social media and working with Instagram and other social media accounts. And I just eventually realized that my favorite thing to do was the visual side of it. And you had a need for that because you're pumping out all this awesome Instagram content. So I to work with you and it's so fun.
0: Yes, it is fun. We have a lot of fun and we do a lot of laughing every day. <laughs> We do a lot of laughing every day, <laughs> but we get a lot done. Um, and I knew I am, I have never been fantastic with graphics and I really kind of actually been encouraging you to try to get in the online space as far as doing work. Cause I know you like working from home and I knew you'd be good at it. Um, y'all have to realize Haley has always been an artist and a creative ever since she was like three years old and started drawing on the walls in red ink Mm -hmm. (laughs) but but she is very good at it and so I just I knew that she had the eye she knew she had the eye too I think you didn't really just know if you would enjoy something like that did you?
1: No I uh I wasn't sure how I would like it as a job. But then once I started just helping you out, making pins for you and stuff, I realized that I had a lot of fun putting together the visuals. And yeah, that's kind of when
0: I realized that I like doing it. Yeah, and so for anybody else out there that's thinking about, you know, doing a side hustle or a job from home, um, that's how she started with me. She made Pinterest Pinterest pins for me, and I handed over my Pinterest account to her, and she started running that, and then I started giving her more work. And then then eventually, I knew that I was going to have to have somebody that was more than part time. And that's when uh, my business started exploding. And now we're a dynamic duo. Yeah, we are. So anyway, what we're talking about today, though, is like, you have to realize, like I said, she's been on Instagram for a long time. But she's already learned in these past uh, couple weeks of the Insider Intensive that started uh, early January, a few things about Instagram that she didn't know and she learned them from her old ma. So let's talk about some of those things, Haley.
1: Yeah. So when I started just helping with the back end of the Insider Intensive, just like editing podcasts, editing blogs, and making the visuals for the different lessons and the courses and stuff like that. I ended up reading a bunch of stuff that you were teaching that I didn't know before. And one of the bigger things that I just really didn't know anything about that I feel like I've learned a lot about over the past month or so is just how many analytics there are on uh, Instagram I felt like they were kind of just hiding in there for a little while until I realized like when you started teaching about like how you can look at them and the different ways you can kind of like structure your account so that you can look at them. Like I didn't really I didn't know about making your account into a business account or um, just that you could kind of change it between like different types of accounts in order to give yourself a little more insight on the analytics side of things.
0: Right, and so like with, that is the first lesson that we always start with in the Insider Intensive is that I have everyone log their analytics as far as their number of followers, the number that they're following and just a few other little things like that. But then we dig in really deep in the first episode, or the first lesson, I should say, into where to find more analytics. And this is kind of new because Instagram reformatted where they put the analytics and actually how many you can have and and what, what they do. So tell us a little bit about some of the analytic work that we did and some things that you've uncovered, Haley?
1: Um, yeah. And the last lesson, or I guess it was the, the very first lesson of the uh, Insider Intensive, you just were teaching everybody how to basically look at the stats for their past few posts. And um, I thought it was cool how you encouraged everyone to find their like top certain number of posts and kind of just like go through what they have in common. I don't want to give too much away here because the (laughs) class is really good. And so I don't want to give away this free information. But yeah, I just, I thought it was cool that you kind of helped everyone realize what their common thread was in analytics, like to kind of figure out Why are these certain posts performing better than others? And should I be doing more of that to reach my
0: audience? And yeah. Yeah. It's a revelation to people when they start digging in and seeing, oh, my audience likes this, this, and this. And, you know, if you go back to episode 27, uh, it's about decoding in Instagram analytics with Amber Cullum of Grace Enough podcast. Uh, She and I were chatting and she said, just how much weight do we put into analytics? And really what she was talking more about was like the days that people are online and the times and how much should you pay attention to that? So go back and listen. Listen to that. It's just twelve minutes long. If you haven't yet, so that's one side of the analytics. But this is going even deeper. What Haley's talking about. So um, there's there are just a lot of clues there. If you just dig deep into your analytics, as she found out. What else? what's something else? Let's see. I think you mentioned it. Oh, okay. So before
1: I before I started helping with the Insider Intensive, I thought that it was better to just be posting all the time, um, or just be posting every day, and um, I didn't realize that it's actually better to just like, if you have, if you can consolidate into like one post, that means that you're going to get more likes on that one post instead of just a bunch of spread out like smaller number of likes, which makes it more likely for it to pop up in others feed so that you actually get more engagement.
0: Yeah. And I think that is a common misconception. Uh, Most people think they need to post at least five days a week, if not seven. And then some people post two and three times a day.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And you can get away with that if you've got a 100,000 followers. But if you only have you know, a small amount of followers, you don't want to blow up their feed and repel them and and make them go away and unfollow. Research shows that a post can live up to 36 hours. And like you said, if you really work hard on that one post, crafting the post, and then you know, posting at a regular time each time and then just going and making sure that you're getting engagement, then Instagram puts, pushes the posts out um, and you get more engagement that way. And, and so it can just live on and on. And so you don't have to do as much broad work as you would maybe think you would have to.
1: Yeah. That was cool. That was cool to learn because I feel like it's less overwhelming. If you think about it that way, actually, like you might have to put a little bit more time and energy into that one post, but it's kind of a little bit of a time saver to not have to plan. Like instead of five posts, instead of planning five posts, you plan three and they're just a little bit more meaty.
0: Yeah, it's true. And the insiders were also quite surprised and relieved at that, I think, too, because yeah. I think their tendency, you know, once they invested in the uh, membership was, oh, I better get on it. I better post two and three times a day or at least once a day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like Instagram changes. So often. And there I think there was a time when maybe if you posted more, the algorithm was kind of function functioning differently for a while there. And I think if you posted more, it might have helped you like a couple of years ago. But it's just mm. and I think that's where a lot of people were getting that. Cause if you if you do a Google search about like how many times a day should I post, or not how many times a day should I post, how often should I post in general, you might get a bunch of people saying that you should post every day and it and like like you were saying if you do have like a really big following then that could that could work for you. But yeah, it just doesn't help really get you into other people's feed unless you're also getting the engagement on your post, which happens when you have less posts.
0: For sure. And if you're making sure that you are engaging with others, which is the whole point of social media, I think a lot of us forget that sometimes because we get ambitious about getting our message out there.
1: And like, it makes sense because if you have a dream of being able to build your business kind of through Instagram, you might get a little eager to just focus so much on your, your product that you're not really building relationships. But
0: that's really the best thing for your vision is to, to build the relationships. Right. Which actually kind of leads us into the last thing that you um, mentioned there about the smaller your account is, the more you should focus on sharing real life.
1: Yeah. So like just how you're saying, if you have like thousands and thousands of followers, then you don't, then you could maybe get away with posting a bunch I feel like it's the same thing with your product. If you're like, if you already have like a ton of followers, like tens of thousands of followers, then you can maybe just post about your product because at that point, you're just kind of like a business account sort of. But I feel like while you're a smaller account, it's really good to focus on just the personal side of things because you're getting to know you're like still getting to know your audience and you're still getting to kind of choose your target audience a little bit in that early earlier stage.
0: Yeah. As a, as a small Instagrammer, you need to deliver lots of value and give a lot. And that means giving of yourself too, so that you can sort of ease into it, know what maybe you should post, what people like, test things out post a lot of things, you know, like your, your habits and your hobbies and things like that. Not so much that it's all about you, but stories are a great way to experiment with that. And then a lot of, um, a lot of our people, our members realize that some of their most popular posts were about them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Sometimes I think that's why I know it's kind of like a simple thing, but I think that's why sometimes selfies do so well. Like even if it's not like the best picture is just like people want to
0: see you and know that you're a real person that they're following and not just a robot. It's true. They don't want to be sold to like 24 seven. They don't want to follow you. If you're just going to blow up their feed with, you know, all kinds of products or whatever they, they want to know that you really are a real person who cares about other people, and that's that's the main thing, right there. That's you have to develop that no like and trust factor before you can ever ever market.
1: Yeah, and then you made a good point about that when we were when we were doing our Zoom call uh, today, where we were you were doing the uh, the hot seat Zoom call, which is basically where you know we look at the, uh, one or two people's accounts and kind of address questions they have about their strategies. And it's a chance for everyone to kind of get to share feedback on those accounts, Um, which I think is a really cool part of the uh, insider intensive.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, You mentioned that because you don't want to bombard people with sales and posts, your stories can be like a good place for that. If you are concerned about just getting your message out there and making sure that people are aware of what you're selling or what you're um, trying to promote uh, because you don't always put it in your post, but stories can be a good place for that. You were saying if you still felt like you needed to be sharing a little bit extra about your product.
0: Yes. It's nice to have stories just to even test your audience or pull your audience in and find out information about them and what they need or want or expect or or like or you know their likes or dislikes things like that and then the nice thing is that you can't like there's five different neighborhoods on instagram now so you can use the four different kinds of uh, video which is stories live igtv and reels plus the feed and so I always encourage followers and people to take advantage of some of those or at least one of those video aspects. And the easiest one to start with is stories.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely and I'm, I don't use my Instagram for business just because I'm not uh, currently trying to really grow a brand right now. Um, but I do use my Instagram to connect with people and stories is just they're so fun. Like just yesterday I posted a question that was just like, what's your go-to karaoke song? Just cause I was kind of, I was feeling a little bored and I was like, I'll just do this. And it was so entertaining seeing what people came up with and yeah, it's just a fun way to get to know people and it makes
0: them feel included in your little corner of the world too, which is nice. Exactly. And, um, I loved the one you shared, which was happy birthday. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Yep, that was uh, that was your son. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't well, you know our podcast editor? <laughs> happy birthday! That's hilarious. Picturing someone singing "Happy Birthday" karaoke. So stories are fun. Well, um, so this was fun today having you over, Haley.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's kind of funny when, you, when you're when you talking to your kid. Uh, and when, when one day we'll have to get uh, Nolan over here too, our yes. podcast editor and my son and your brother. That would be fun to do <laughs> all three of us talk. So I just want everyone out there to know that if your child is an adult and you need some help... Kind of fill it out and see if maybe they can help you with edit your podcast or or pop it into your WordPress blog or do some graphics for you, because that's a good way for them to kind of test the waters and find out if they really like it or not. And then if they're looking for a job, maybe you can hire them on full time like I did. (laughs) So. I don't know if I mentioned this before. You can tell the folks, Haley, where you're, where you're living right now.
1: I'm living in Denver, Colorado right now.
0: With your?
1: Husband, Dex. <laughs> <laughs> we might move closer to the mountains here soon.
0: It's exciting. That's where we are, Colorado. So, and we love it. We love uh, where they live. It's, it's so pretty and we enjoy it when it's not uh, COVID time. So maybe someday we'll we'll be back in the old RV.
1: (laughs) I look forward to that very much.
0: All right. Thanks for being on the podcast, Haley. I appreciate you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.